This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Guys, welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I know, I know, I know. It's another Masters Class episode, but it's for good reason this time. Doug just got back from the vacation that we've heard about for the last 13, 14 <laughs> months. I mean, like, I, we want to talk about this shit. We don't just want to like sit here and like exactly. talk about a movie. I mean, what is this, a movie podcast? I know, right? Screw and, uh, that. We're going to hear all about Doug's, uh, you know, what happens in Vegas is going to get told on the show. Exactly. It doesn't stay in Vegas, as we're going to learn. <laughs> I just noticed, is that a Guardians of the Galaxy shirt? Yeah, it is. It's from the, from the, the, the new movie. The, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty the sign. Yeah. The sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, just, I just looked at it. I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I went on a, I went on a t-shirt shopping spree because all my t-shirts are oversized now. So I had, I had to go from extra large down to large. So I bought a whole shit ton of uh, graphic tees. Hell, so. fuck yeah. Yeah, right? That's pretty yeah. cool. So, um, I got a feeling most of this episode is going to be like, what's new, Doug? So let's start with Eric. What's new with you? Oh God, you put me on the spot. Um, yeah. what's new with me, man? It's been, it's been a while. Oh, uh, I'm in a band. What? A band now. Yeah. Oh, that is the best. Absolutely. In, so cool. I'm in like a legit street punk band, That's pretty awesome. nice. which is great. Um, I, I just, I've been wanting to get back out for a while. So it's kind of like. It's almost like interviewing for a job as an adult. We're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted to join an established band and, you know, you look around and see who needs somebody. And then you listen to the records and stuff going Spotify. And it's like, okay, not really my thing. And, and I was vetting a couple of different bands and I found one that I really liked, you know, their music was very like, you know, just, just stuff i grew up on you know a lot of 80s punk influence you could hear a little bit of ramones in there you could hear a little bit of black flag in there there's all this cool shit um some oi you know what i mean so yeah i i ended up reaching out to those guys and um just kind of hit it off and had my first practice with them in their space out in uh in longwood and yeah man i'm excited it's it's super fun you know it's just uh it's been a blast so far so i'm learning the songs and Hopefully in a couple of months I'll be up to speed and we can start playing some shows uh, around town. Maybe uh, Lou's, maybe Will's. You know all the all the local. Were they spots. just a guitar player short and had like an add up or something? Like how do you get into this? Yeah, they 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 were missing a singer, which is a very important component to a band. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't really looking to sing. I was just kind of wanted to play rhythm guitar for a punk band because it's like yeah, it's 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 committal but it's sort of non-committal you know right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, like but, you're the uh, face of the band or anything yeah but it just it turned out that they needed a singer and and the more we got to talk and i was like well i can fucking sing punk rock songs and play guitar um they had a lead singer you know just like a guy with a microphone i was like no yeah. i'm not doing that 
um i did it before and it's just it's so goofy to me so i gotta have the guitar there and and um yeah i sang i sang a bunch of songs at, at practice and it worked so that's it but oh yeah you know as as like a 30 late 30 something you just you get on social media there's like punk bands looking for local you know like groups yeah. and shit yeah so usually it's, it's a bunch of like blues dads <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like covers. <laughs> that's that's exactly what i wanted to avoid man are like, these oh. guys your contemporaries age-wise or the younger or older or like where where do you fall into the well that's that's the beautiful thing about it most of the punk bands i found looking for people were way younger than me and you look young so it doesn't you know these guys are are look you don't want the the band oh where it's the dad with like his like jc penny jeans up to his waist and his like braided (laughs) belt with his shirt tucked in and then the bass is like up here that he's playing oh (laughs) yes the tit bass don't make fun of us high playing guitarist okay <laughs> I, I have my my short little my short little stubby you know arms I, it's, my it's arms, funny because anytime anybody grabs my guitar and puts it on they're like what the fuck why is it so low i'm like i have yeah, ridiculously I long I arms i can't do that dude Got I, Billy Joe Armstrong over way here. Up here. what's the uh, name of the band they are called tv generation you mean I like and that. you mean we I are like called that. you gotta, you gotta oh, get God. used to that yeah see yeah. come on man it's take so ownership new. We well, that's the thing too. Is I've never joined an established band before. Every band I've ever been in, it's like, oh, you know, we we come up with all the names. It's already done. Yeah, it's like a day so. to remember. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did it the other way around. I started exactly. and then left. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, check them out. They've got um music up on on all the usual places. Uh, TV Generation out of Orlando, Florida. Nice. Very cool street punk oi kind of band and uh really good guys but yeah they're like my age and older so excellent some, it's gray beards you know what i mean it's kids it's it's schedules it's soccer games it's not like right you know joining a band with like these college kids and they're like we want to fucking we want to tour and be rock stars it's like no 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 no, no. get no. in the van yeah <laughs> no, no no we're not doing no okay very we, cool man weekend. very happy for you oh thanks man yeah that's it for me joe what's new with you i'll keep it music related uh I got another guitar here. Ugh. Oh shit! Oh, I saw oh, that, dude. It's the uh, it's the Squire Paranormal series Thin Line Telly. Yeah, yeah. With the Jazzmaster pickups. That is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's uh. I like that very much. It's got the maple neck. Oh yeah. Which I which it, I it, love. It's a it's a pretty one. But um. Oh, F hole filling the F hole. Yeah, and it's it weighs <laughs> like four pounds. It's like super light. Oh, I'm it's sure. Like insanely light. Um. It does have a different tone than everything else, though. So, like, I've been trying to like find what it sounds good through, and uh, it sounds amazing through my re- deluxe reverb. Like that amp and nice. that guitar were like meant to be played together, but a lot of like my other settings and stuff in the Helix, which I've been running lately, it just it doesn't sound right with them. It's either way too dark or way too bright. Okay, mm. which is odd that that da- dynamic can exist in the same guitar, but yeah, it's good. Um, other than that. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out Halloween Horror Nights. I know you said you might not be able to go now, which kind of sucks. Oh my god, Joe, the money! This is so much goddamn money. Yeah. You know, when you when when your family sits down and does the bills and they do the yeah. budget and everything, it's What's so that? sobering. You know what I mean? It's just so. It's I wanted, a humbling experience. I, I wanted to go last weekend, but just shit had happened to where I couldn't go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that would have been a perfect weekend to go because, you know, Chipotle um, is, is having a two for one sale that night. 
and I you know, I get that fucking stomach going first. Uh, to get, you really uh-huh. just kind of you know get in there and, and work out those bathrooms because. Well, you know, that's the best night to use the bathrooms at the theme park because everyone else is in line for horror houses. You can shit in any bathroom and have no weight whatsoever. Nice. That's a, that's a pro tip right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is a pro tip. Um, pro shit tip. <laughs> pro shit tip. Uh, what else is there new in my world? I've uh, been in St. Augustine a couple days this week working. All I did was sit on a forklift in the fucking sun. Uh, that wasn't fun. Um, shit, my life kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. I have to thank Doug every week. I'm down twelve pounds. Nice. And it's all because of Doug, man. It's all because of being inspired by Doug. So I, Doug I did start my diet thing. back up again. Um, I fucked it up tonight a little bit just because I was trying to eat fast because I had we're gonna record. So yeah. I had some like egg rolls. I mean, it still wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like as I've been doing. Egg rolls don't count. Yeah, they're yeah, only 190 right calories now, each, by the way. Fucking count. 190 calories, awful. and that I had three of them. Way worse. So it's I less than 600 calories. Way worse. Yeah. That's not so bad. That's what I figured. Um, my my go-to meal lately has been tuna, like uh, the little tuna pouches. Yeah. Because they're 70 calories each. Um, right. So I'll usually right. take two of those, dump them in a bowl, and then mix some salsa in with them, and it's really good. Yeah. Salsa? Yeah, I know it doesn't seem right, but it's it's no works. no 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 no. I'm intrigued. It salsa's ten calories per like two spoonfuls. Right. So two two. Now are pouches. we talking jarred? Yeah, I like, usually get like the paste restaurant salsa. No, that's I like paste. Okay, just mix that real good, and then it just tastes like Mexican tuna. Fucking eight. That it's dude, super I low, am. super low calorie, high protein, high in veggies, and like it's it's hell. It's a healthy ass meal. Me intrigued, man. I think that might be a lunch thing coming up for me. Give it a shot. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it too. But don't ever say Mexican tuna again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if the if the salsa fits. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't know. Pace is, may or may not be Mexican salsa. Mexican yeah, style tuna style. But that, dude, we just bought some tuna tonight. Maybe I'll just do that tomorrow. Dude, do it. it tr- tell me if you like it, because I, I, I didn't think I, my dad's actually the one who taught me this. I used to make fun of him. So I'm like, fucking neck tuna yeah. and salsa. And like no. I tried it, and I was like, oh shit, I can't ever admit this is good. <laughs> I get it. I get, I totally get it. I'm gonna try yeah. that. I'll let you know, man. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Doug. Right. main attraction. Vegas vacation. Jesus, I got a lot to live up to. I'm, I'm freaking out here. I'm trying to think of stories. To Look, all you got to beat is Mexican tuna and, and a Mexican tuna and a middle aged punk that, rock band. The <laughs> fucking punk rock band is kind of tough, but yeah. So you know, as was previously mentioned, I've been talking about this trip for a very, very long time, and um, it finally happened. We're two weeks out now, nice. and the reason we're two weeks out before we start talking about it is. You know, this might be a cliche joke, but what stays in Vegas doesn't what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas because I brought motherfucking COVID home with me. Good. What pisses me off the most about this is I got it from some fucking Boston Southie white (laughs) trash piece of shit because I got on the plane. As one typically does. Yeah. I got on a plane over to Vegas. Because by like so we we left. Oh, so you spread it in Vegas the whole time you were there. Oh, I did. I gave it to the horde. I gave it to everyone, and that you know what? (laughs) Based on the crowds, they all fucking deserved it. It's it's all sounds about right. It's all fine. Um, yeah. So I um, we left on on a Sunday morning on the third of September. Excuse me. (laughs) There's still a little lingering cough, 
Um, and by Wednesday afternoon, I started feeling what I thought was post-nasal drip, you know, a little bit of sinus infection and a little bit of coughing, tickling cough. And I didn't think anything of it, but then it got worse on Thursday and I knew it. I fucking knew it, you know? So we stayed, we left Friday, but we took a red eye Friday night. So we had all day there Friday. So Thursday night, I'm awake all night just thinking about like, am I going to need to get a room for the night? Cause I won't be able to travel. Is this going to kick in and knock me on my ass and everything. And so I didn't sleep at all Thursday. It sucked. I was afraid to tell Erica. I didn't tell her I wasn't feeling good. And then I got up Friday. Well, woke up. I was awake Friday morning and I, I felt, I still felt okay. It was just a little run down. And Friday was a long day. Cause like, I even went down to the to the front desk and added like late checkout, one o'clock checkout for 30 bucks because I, I just wanted as much time in the room as possible because our flight wasn't leaving until 1045 at night. Whew. So even even at one o'clock checking out, we put our bags in the belt, the belt with the bellhop and we had nine hours to fucking kill in Vegas. You know, so like that was just walking around in the heat. It was the hottest day. The whole trip is 102 degrees. And uh, it was a long day. But anyway, all that said, I'm two weeks out. The COVID's gone. I feel good. The trip itself was the best Vegas trip we've had. Nice. Before we we went to the trip, I'd like to state for the record that you came to Florida twice and didn't get COVID. I know that. It's hysterical. Hey, (laughs) Vegas, but Vegas is Florida on fucking steroids if you think about it. Because that's that's got an international flavor to it. It's got people from all over the world, and and yeah, Florida does so, not have that. No, <laughs> at all. I know, I know. But um, you're right. I did. I made. I I made Florida twice in the height of it all, and didn't yep. get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> that's because COVID yeah. scared to come to Florida. I told you this yeah. the whole time. Like I know, we just told right. people we had COVID, so they would stay away. <laughs> I think we validated it with this yeah. trip. But uh, yeah, like I said, though, it sucks. I got on the way over and. We know the fucking I can I I can ID the old fucking hag who gave me the COVID because she was coughing on the fucking plane. And what I did was I let my guard down because the the flight was like half full at most. So we had nobody sitting around us. But she was about three or four rows in front of us and she was hacking up a lung and not doing anything to cover it. I had mask. I was masking and I took the fucking mask off. Yeah. Oh. You, you know what happened kept, when he did that? She dipped her lid on his vicious swat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Erica, she masked way more than me and she didn't get it on the plane. She didn't get it till we got back. She got it from me. Yeah. 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 So I'm sorry. You want to argue with me that masks don't work? You're a fucking idiot because masks work. <laughs> okay. They, they fucking yeah. flat out work. Because if I had just followed her, I would not have gotten it and it yeah. all would have been good. But so you got COVID from to borrow a phrase from Daniel Dennis, a uh, Boston slam hog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's rough. That's rough. Yes. But anyway, the good thing about this strain, it's very mild, comparatively speaking. It's highly contagious, but it's very mild. Like my I didn't suffer too much. I'll be honest with you. I really didn't suffer too much. I had one night of fever dreams. And it wasn't even that bad. And it never went to my chest, thankfully. That was my biggest fear was going into my chest because I hate that. 
and um, it was a it was a pretty mild case, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, but, like you, I said, that said, a- the trip was the best Vegas trip we've had, just because. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Financially, it was a it was a good trip. We had we had ourselves planned. I have this spreadsheet that I use. And this is the first time the spreadsheet was used correctly. <laughs> and everything that we knew we needed to save, we had saved. So going in, we knew we were going to have a good time. Um, the the eating was top notch. We 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 had a great meal every single night. And well, not every single night. It was funny because the first night, Sunday night, we had reservations at an Italian restaurant at the New York New York Resort. And we had these reservations because on our first trip in 2016, we ate there for our anniversary dinner. Okay. So when we went in 2016 for our anniversary, we renewed our wedding vows. We went to a little friggin' Vegas chapel and had uh-huh. like this guy looking like Elvis. He wasn't dressed as Elvis, <laughs> but you could tell he does the Elvis weddings too because he had the, the big pork chop sideburns and everything. So, but, you know, he looked like Elvis and he married us, you know, and, and we redid our vows and everything. So, we had our first meal, big meal at this Italian restaurant and we were really excited to go back and man, it sucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it did not live up to, to the memories because they, it was, we felt rushed from the second we sat down and we had five o'clock reservations. We were like the early bird, the fucking blue hair early bird special because, you know, we flew in in the morning. We figured we we're going to be really hungry. We didn't eat a big lunch, you know? And it, it felt rushed and the fucking, we had calamari that was rubbery as shit. And it just was a very disappointing meal. So it, like we were nervous is going to set the tone for a whole trip, but um, that was the only disappointing meal we had the whole time. It was, what's, what's the name of the restaurant? Again? It's called Il Forneo. It's called oh. Little Shittily. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was Il disappointing Forneo. too. Yeah. Il Forneo. Because when we went there the first time in 2016, they had like nice little white tablecloths on the tables and the and the the ambiance was nice and cozy, even though it was a larger restaurant. That was all gone this time. It was like very, very just fake, very, very vanilla. When you walked over the plane, hey mumbo, mumbo <laughs> italiano, hey mumbo. Exactly. So anyway, that was disappointing. But after that like all our restaurant choices were great. I mean, we had a shit ton of, of the rewards from the from the mobile games that we play. Food, uh, most of them were food rewards. So it was like two for ones and twenty off forty, and you know, like so we took advantage of all that shit. But we just hit it right with all these great restaurants, you know, um, and just the overall pace of the whole vacation was like flawless. You know, we didn't rush ourselves. We had things to do every single day, but we didn't overwhelm ourselves with shit to do like we'd, we've done in the past. It was like just the right amount of shit. And because we know Vegas so well, now we were able to organize things so that it didn't feel rushed to get from place to place when we were doing stuff, you know? Um, yeah. It's tough to find that balance on, on vacations, man. It's like- hard. And because like, in the again, in the past, I, I've got this spreadsheet set up that, not only just budgets, but does, you know, it's got a, it's got a tab for a schedule and everything. And it's like, you can't schedule Vegas. You just gotta, you know, if you know, you're going to do something, you got to show or whatever at a certain time, 
that's fine. You put it on the schedule, but otherwise you cannot schedule Vegas. You just let it fucking happen. Yeah. You know, let and that's what we you. did. Let it, if it'll nail you. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, to it, me, it sounds like an Italian person saying they have diarrhea. No, exactly. And that's what, I don't know. When you were there, were you too. family? Yeah, <laughs> not there, not there. We had, we went to another Italian restaurant that we were family. They treated us really well, and it was uh, Brenya. It's called that. Was, that was a great fucking place, and that was like spur of the moment thing. We, we didn't know what we wanted to do. You never been to the it. fancy one called Olive Garden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, if you, they're in Vegas, if you want them, you can find them. Uh, Too rich for my blood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. We don't do chains in Vegas. We, we, yeah, you can't. Uh, except yeah. for the lunch, like we did Shake Shack and, you know, In and Out things like that. But um, otherwise, no. Nah, you know, there's too many good restaurants, man. You don't do chains in Vegas. Um, but yeah, I mean, just not to jump around, but like, just Eric is a big pool person. I'm really not, but you know, the first like swimming or billiards. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. Just it's sunny. You know, just laying on the lounge chair, you know. Um, and it's funny because the pool at the hotel, we stayed at the Park MGM, and the they have three separate pools there. And you sort of got to follow the sun because it moves from pool to pool during the day. <laughs> like early in the morning, if the sun isn't anywhere, you got to wait until it opens at nine. And there's like three rows at one pool that have sun at 9 a.m., so everybody lines up and runs for the, for the so this, this is like the opposite of Florida. And here we all hide from the sun. We're looking for that one little spot of shade that nobody no, else exactly. has claimed yet. Exactly. Because the funny thing is like in Vegas, even if it's like 85 or 90 degrees, if you're not in the sun, it's cool. Oh, that sounds Because there's no amazing. humidity. It's like 17% humidity. I know. So it's actually cool. I love it. Erica doesn't like it, but I love it when it's like that, you know? So... Yeah, so we we did. I did the pool a couple of days, but that would be like my casino time. Like Erica would go to the pool, and then I would hang out in the room or head down to the casino and you know play some blackjack or slots and stuff. So um, yeah, this is when I imagined you in the tuxedo. Oh yeah, like fucking Ocean's Eleven, just that's right. The floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pictured yeah. her more in like the giant cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, planning the heist. That's me. Yeah, it's and then like the, the kid in Vegas time. vacation, you win all the cars, and it's yes. just yeah, you and Eric is following you in like a yellow fucking. That's Ferrari. my favorite of the vacation movies. Is it? That's yeah, a, that's a deep. That's cut. an underrated vacation movie because it's not affiliated with National Lampoon, but it's way better than people. It's not National Lampoon. No, believe it or not, that's not. That's oh, why shit. it's just called Vegas Vacation. Um, it's so it's not la- affiliated. The last one they did, right? Yeah, that's my favorite of all of them. But no, that's a great one with Wayne Newton and shit. Yeah, that's fucking great. I love and, that. And movie. that and Viva Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Flintstones. Yep, yep. Um, and even like the gambling, even like so we're not big gamblers, but we spent a little more this time, and we um, it was like ninety nine percent slot machines. We put in based on my win loss receipts that I, I can look up on my account. We put in to the machines 1500 and we got almost to the penny 1500 back, <laughs> which oh, to me is a fucking win. Yeah. Yep. Like I walked, I left Vegas even like that's a fucking win for anybody. 
you yep. know, unless you're dropping thousands and thousands in the machines. And of that 1,500, about 1,480 of it was spent on uh, Wheel of Fortune slot machines. Because huh. oh. we've had luck in the past with that. So I sort of, it's totally random, but I said, all right, I'm going to stick with those. And every different like iteration of a of a uh, wheel of fortune machine that we played, we fucking like we would break even on every single time. Like we were up a hundred at one point. Like the last day, I lost a hundred in a in a machine, and we would have been up a hundred leaving Vegas if I hadn't gotten stupid on that last day and dropped it in the machine. But um, yeah, we. Uh, we saw this really cool show in New York, New York called Mad Apple. It's a Cirque du Soleil show, but it's like a, a sort of like a burlesque show where it's like a bunch of different acts that just come up on the stage, a very small theater oh, nice. and a bunch of different acts that just come up on stage, like juggling acts and, and acrobats and uh, like the stand-up comedian who sort of semi emceed the whole show. Um, he did a little, little magic, you know, so like some quick magic stuff, but his stand-up was great. Like he's been on Last Comic Standing and a couple other. He might have been on America's Got Talent. I'm not sure, but I think I can remember his name. Fucking no. But <laughs> um, we paid twenty five dollars a seat to sit on the stage. Whoa. Like these seats were. The reason they're only twenty five bucks a pop is because they're sort of at the back of the stage. So mm. like a lot of the stuff takes place where they're not looking directly at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what? Because like they were so close. We were so we could reach out and touch the axe. That's how close we were. And these seats were like it wasn't just regular theater seats, these big cushy lounge chairs nice. with fucking cup holders and and everything. So and it was twenty five bucks a pop for the seats. So um that was a great show. And then we saw another Cirque du Soleil show called Mystère. Erica gets mad at me because I call it mystery because it's the French word for mystery, oh. but you know, mystère. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Mr. Escalator's wife, Miss Estelle. <laughs> <laughs> this show is a fucking fever dream. It made no goddamn sense at all. There was Ooh. no theme to it. The whole thing starts off with, before the show starts, it's got two baby carrot, baby strollers on the stage and all you hear is babies fucking giggling and laughing and crying. You don't see the babies. You just hear them fucking giggling and laughing and crying for 20 minutes before this fucking show starts. And then the rest of the show, it, the show starts off with one of the babies comes out. It's a fucking 300 pound man, baby. Yeah. It's oh, this you, goddamn 300. We don't talk about wearing, Bruno. These <laughs> <laughs> fuckers wearing a diaper and a goddamn baby bonnet. See, you you messed up. You were supposed to be high to, to this. Oh, absolutely. You're this 100% is a high, right, dude. Yeah, 100%. You're 100% right. It probably would have been an entirely different show. Because, yeah, this 300-pound fucking dude is, like, walking around like a baby with a baby bonnet and a goddamn diaper on. <laughs> oh, and I he's fucking, he finds yeah, this his guy in the audience, and he's calling him Papa, and he's speaking some gibberish fucking French-sounding language. And <laughs> Yes. And then at the and end, like, this, a title comes on, Search and Destroy 2. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked up. And then, like, before the show starts, there's this, like, sort of, like, French... He doesn't have a French accent, but he's sort of, like, this French version of a clown where he doesn't have makeup on, but he's dressed as sort of like a hobo. And mm-hmm. he's, like, escorting people to their seats, but he's 
like sending them to the wrong seats and shit. So this guy pops up through this whole show on and off, right? Doing clowny things. And then come the end of the show where everybody's taking a bow. This fucker doesn't even show up. <laughs> like they don't even acknowledge this guy. This fucker existed through the whole show. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I guess there it is. maybe you're right. I'm tripping balls. I don't know. But it was just a very, uh, and the thing is, this show has been at Treasure Island. It's been there for fucking 10 years at least. It's not like it's a new show and it's trying to find its footing. You know, like, and we love the Cirque du Soleil shows. We've seen a ton of them in Vegas, but this one, I'd never fucking go again. It was oh, just see, the I feel like we shit. all need to go. We all I, need to I go. I guess maybe high. Maybe that's where I, I, mean, I missed it. I don't know. I'm down. It, it, it reminds me a lot. I may have told you guys this story. Like the whole reason I got into to music was my aunt. She was like this East Village punk. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go into the city, she would take me to the village to see all the weird shit. And go. one was a show and it was very much like what you described. Like it didn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> Things just sort of happened around yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, like just you know, like a man in a thong, like flew out of the ceiling and grabbed <laughs> someone and they, they disappeared. And like, it was just, you know, yeah. that, that vibe, like there's something yeah. about it. I don't know. But yeah. yeah you, you definitely need to be inebriated to appreciate like a, no, exactly. Baby. And I, I, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, you're right. I, I think it's a missed opportunity because, uh, did yeah, he bring was, up my, my guitar at all. Like, did he talk about that type of guitar? The what? The three hundred pound baby. <laughs> oh, that kind of guitar. <laughs> yeah, talks about it. Shape or form. Exactly. But yeah, and then and then, so when we leave the place, when we leave the theater. Right, we're gonna take a tram from that hotel to another hotel, and then walk from there. We didn't realize where the tram was. We didn't realize we had been in this hotel before. We didn't realize where the tram was in respect to where we were at the theater so we walked like through the whole casino only to be told that oh yeah the the tram is back at the by the theater (laughs) like fuck so we walk all the way through the theater again all the way past the theater up to the tram to find out it's fucking shut down like an hour ago (laughs) so we had to walk all the way back where we were to the ride share because us from four years ago, we would have walked down to our hotel, but fuck that shit. <laughs> okay. That's not happening. It was like, you know, cause the show didn't start till nine 30. So it was 11 o'clock before Ooh. we were done. No. So our asses were dragging. We had, we had walked the whole week. We walked 55 miles. That's we averaged good. like 10 to 11 miles a day. Right. Every day. Oh Yeah. We were dragging. So we had to walk from the closed tram all the way through the whole casino again to get to the ride share, to get to the Uber and, and go from there. We slept good that night. I bet. That was Monday night. Mm-hmm. We slept really good that night. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was opening week for football. So come Wednesday, the crowd started getting very football-y. <laughs> And last year or two years ago, we were there. Um, we were there during opening week with with it being the Raiders home opener. And the it was the first Raiders home opener at the new stadium in yeah. Vegas. So we had all the Raiders fans, all the NFL fans, and there was a fucking Teamsters convention. Oh, shit. 
in our hotel. So the, this is the crowds we were dealing with two years ago. This time it was just general NFL people because they were getting ready for Thursday night's game. And then, then we could see like Thursday and Friday, the weekend NFL people started arriving. And it started getting really crowded. Um, did you uh, see that sphere thing? Yes, we did. And it's so cool. But I'm pissed off because we had bought tickets for the, uh, the Eiffel Tower observation deck. Because that was a really cool way at night to see the sphere because it's yeah. like out behind it, right? So we go up and I'm taking pictures of the fountain show across the street, the Blasio fountain show and all that stuff. And then we go around to the other side of the observation deck and we look at the sphere and it was set to an advertisement for the Super Bowl for the full 40 minutes we were up there. Oh, God. Like this thing changes screens every five seconds to the coolest fucking videos, except for the 40 minutes we were there. It was the goddamn Super Bowl <laughs> ad the entire time we were up in the goddamn Which, observation deck. Why are they playing Super Bowl? It's like, <laughs> you no know, even knows yeah. who's going to be in the Super Bowl yet. I know, but it's in Vegas. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. Oh, oh is so it? Like, that makes sense. They pro- the NFL probably paid for ad time. And that was the ad time because it was like nine o'clock to nine forty-five or ten o'clock. That's like prime time Vegas time. Yeah. So that's what came on. So like we didn't see the smiley faces or the snow globe or the raindrops or the fucking fake basketball or golf ball. We saw none of it. All I saw was a goddamn Super Bowl ad. You know, but it was one still thing cool that to see. Doesn't doesn't need any <laughs> advertising at all. Is the goddamn Super Bowl? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. The most but, watched television event of the year. I know, I know. But the most fortuitous thing of this whole trip was the fact that a week before we went, there was the remnants of a hurricane, right? That blew through there, rained for three straight days. And two days before we got there, because it's monsoon season during this time of of the year. Two days before we got to Vegas, they had the worst floods in over a decade. Like the, the videos were unbelievable. The outskirts of Vegas, the residential areas of Vegas were under like three, four, five feet of water. Oh shit. Right. So we missed that by two days. And then a day, two days after we left MGM resorts where, where we stay was hit with a fucking cyber attack. Really? And everything was shut down. They're still not fixed. This is two weeks out and there's, they got hit with ransomware. And they decided not mm. to pay. So what they had to do is they had to shut all their systems down. See, this ties perfectly them. into my my headcanon of you sneaking around that yep. place in a tuxedo. Fuck my yeah. man had some kind of fucking little USB device. It's Ocean 69. It yes. God damn Did it. Did I mention we're moving to the North Shore of Boston? <laughs> 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 to one of the one of the big big houses in a big town. Um yeah. They're still recovering from that because they had to shut every system down and they're rebuilding every system from scratch. So when so so I think it's almost fixed now, but right when it happened, three quarters of the slot machines in Vegas were turned off. Wow. And when they finally got the back on, you if you won 50 cents and you wanted that 50 cents, you had you got to get what's called a hand pay an attendant had to come and give you physically give you the 50 cents because it wouldn't spit out a voucher, which you could take to a machine and cash in all the voucher machines were down. The ATMs were down check in and check out were down 
all the rewards that we had saved up were unusable. Ooh, that would have been like, a goddamn stinger. This, was, this happened Sunday afternoon. We left on Friday night. This happened Sunday afternoon. So, Damn. In that sense, we were super lucky, man. We sandwiched this in between two major fucking Vegas events. Yeah, and you were you were quote lucky, Doug. <laughs> what you were is you were in the goddamn wind. That's what happened. I know yeah. exactly, exactly. And then the funny, another funny thing. So I never play the slots in the airport, right? Because they they are. It's a proven fact that they are the tightest slots. In Vegas, like they have the hey, worst. I like, I like some tight slots now. <laughs> right, there you go. Just saying. Um, but we're sitting there, and so we flew Spirit Airlines, and Spirit has a reputation, and rightfully so. Um, the caliber of passenger and Spirit is, you know, slam hog. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've never had the funny thing is we've never had a problem with Spirit. They've been on time every time. They've treated us like gold right we know what we are we know what we're getting when we're going into it we know that you got to pay for everything you want a fucking peanut you're going to pay 10 bucks that doesn't bother us but when you're waiting for the flight the way that the vegas airport set up where spirit flies out of it's a long corridor and at the end of the corridor is a big circle and all the gates are in that circle so all the spirit flights are in one fucking contained area so all the spirit passengers are in one fucking contained area so it is like it is like Port Authority and bus station in New York, <laughs> but flying, you know, oh, it's like, no. but I, we're sitting there and I'm trying to ignore all the people and I'm staring at these fucking Wheel of Fortune slot machines. <laughs> and I'm like, I had such good luck, man. Maybe I should just play. Maybe I should just play. No, I'm not. I fought the urge. I didn't play. Now, this is two weeks later, but today, yesterday, somebody at those machines I was staring at won 650K. No. The fucking Wheel of Fortune, not even just another random slot. The Wheel of Fortune slots right there at gate A in the fucking the terminal A, 650K this woman won today, uh, yesterday or the day before. I'm like, motherfucker. But it wouldn't have happened because it obviously would have had to be today. Or the other day when it happened, because that's the way the slots work. They have a certain amount of time, and then one will pay off like that, you know. But no, I know. I, you can't think about that stuff, man. I know. Like we had that fucking uh, Powerball or whatever that got over a billion dollars. Yeah. And somebody won out of Florida. Yeah. And they bought the ticket out of a town that I was in the same day. Oh, dude, that's. And I was stuff. like, well, you know, and you see the billboards everywhere. It's like fucking one point yeah. two billion dollars. So the thought's always like, should I buy a ticket just to be an asshole? And it's like, well, I don't have any cash on me. And yeah, yeah. the best way to win the lottery is to not buy tickets. That's true. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, you just save up true. your money. Yeah. You just save up your fucking money. Absolutely. It's you know? uh, what is it? Poor people tax. Yeah, pretty yes. much. The lottery. Yeah. You know, hey, it funds education. I guess That's at least true. In, yeah. in my state it does. <laughs> That's part of why we have free lunches in my state. Oh, yeah. But, I remember hearing about this. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was the best fucking trip. We we like there's been no doubt in my mind about moving to Vegas, but this absolutely solidified any doubts I might have about, you know, the uncertainty and the and the the unknown about moving to a new place and everything. Um our next trip next year will be half vacation and half fact finding. 
So mm. we're really looking forward to that. It sucks because of the cyber attack. I can't even go on and see what kind of uh, like comp offers I'm going to get because the systems are down. I got to wait another week or so before they come back up so I can start like figuring out what time of the year next year we're going, but we're going to rent a car and, and start exploring the neighborhoods to see where we want to go and things like that. Cause we're, we're now, I mean, we're talking about like September of 2026. So we got two years at this point, a little less than two years to, you know, for the actual move to take place. So um, this definitely solidified all of it. The fucking, I, I've said it before, but getting off the plane, and going out into the into the weather, just feeling instantly better. Yeah, like my whole body just felt rejuvenated the whole time. Again, that seventeen percent humidity. I don't care if it's ninety five degrees. Fuck that. It's fine. It was fine with me. I was walking around not sweating, zero sweat. Like I had to remind myself to drink water because I wasn't sweating, and it was just beautiful. I'll fucking take that every day of the week, man. Every day. You know? Yeah, be fun. We got a place to stay when we come out there. Well, no, that's the thing. That's it. I'm I'm as excited about the fact that we can hang out together there. Yeah. Because it is, I mean, for me, it's like Disney. You know what I mean? Like there's so much fun shit to do. Like when, when you guys come that it's going to be like just a slightly different kind of Disney. There's a fucking, they have Avengers station there in Ooh. Vegas where nice. it's like they have actual movie prop like uniforms and costumes and shit from the movies in Avenger station and different interactive things and all that kind of shit, man. It's really cool. It's very cool. I mean, it's not like Avengers campus or anything, but but it's very fucking cool. I'm enamored by all that shit. I'm, I'm, when you're out there, dude, I'm coming to see you. You gotta oh, take God. me to, uh, so gonna be so cool. Yeah. I gotta see the punk rock museum. I yes. See, uh, we didn't do that this time, but I wanted to. Gotta see that. Wanna see Penn and Teller. Wanna see, uh, um, even Madame Tussauds. I mean, we, we get the free, I wouldn't pay for Madame Tussauds, but we get the free tickets. I think I sent you guys all the pictures of the fucking rap guys, man. They're yeah. all there, yeah. you know? Um, and it's like, again, we do it. It's a tradition for us because we, through the rewards, we get the free, free comp tickets. And it's like, we're, if we're in there an hour, it's a long time, but it's a nice break from the weather. We just go in and like, you know, 75% of it's the same wax figures. Some of them look great. Some of them look like shit. But then they have the new ones. Every time we've gone, there have been new additions to it. So, you know. Oh, you said new, new additions there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they were, they were, I mean, it's been three, four years, but they were playing. They had a residency in Vegas. Not new edition, but some of the dudes from it. Huh. Um, who, who, who are those dudes? Who are the guys? Oh, um, was it, uh, is it Bell Biv DeVoe? Was it like Bobby Brown? It was Bobby Brown, but then wasn't it Bell Biv DeVoe? Uh, they part of new edition or am I just making white guy shit up? You might know. be making white guy shit up, but it was Bobby okay. Brown. I do remember Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown, but then there was, there was Ralph Tresvant. Okay. Oh yeah. No, Ronnie no. DeVoe. Yeah. yeah. See, it was Michael so, Bivens, Ricky right. Bell. Bell. Johnny See, Gill so and Tommy Martin. Those guys, those guys had a residency in Vegas for a, quite a few years that we went to to when we visited. So yeah, it's not far from from true. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh man, I've been on like a funk kick lately. I don't know. It's just been this massive funk kick since I started listening to Wolfpack a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Bruno Mars does an album with Anderson dot pack called yeah. silk Sonic. It, oh, uh-huh. it's so fucking good. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. I, I just remember that one song that the two of them did that. I fucking, <laughs> I remember. Oh, the big hit. The uh... I remember Bruno came, he brought that song and he was thinking I was going to be into it. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is goddamn cliche. What? <laughs> I'm trying you know, to remember. There was a song between it was Anderson Pack. It's uh, it might've been Bruno Mars. No, you hated yeah, Anderson Pack in the end of Shang-Chi. Well, no, he hated oh, no that I too. hated that. I fucking hated that. But no, there was another song with Anderson Pack, and I believe it was Bruno Mars. It was Bruno Mars, yeah. And it, it was, was um... like this. It was an R and B, but it sounded like the cliche of what an R and B song should be, and it was fucking awful. It's very like seventies throwback R and B. But it was like a goof on it. It was like it was almost like it was they. It was like unintentionally a spoof of seventies R and B, and that's why. I hate it. All right, well, so I'm gonna, I gotta I gotta play a song then for you guys. This is called Seven 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 and it's about Vegas. Uh, surprisingly enough, so it fits the theme. Well, um, he's got a Bruno Mars has got a residency in Vegas coming up. In this is summer. from Silk Sonic. It's so good too. Is this what I was playing for you? Mm-hmm. No, this is good. Oh yeah, this is this is yeah. This is more James Brown. Yes, and then uh, Anderson's gonna come. Anderson's playing drums too. Yeah. yeah, he's a great drummer. But this is him right here. Did he have to actually say big booty hoes? He did. He just did, ruined everything. This is breaking yeah. though. He just ruined everything though. The song is so great, and he had to say that. He did. He had to say. Listen, he had to say big booty hoes. Sometimes you got to say it. The song that Doug hated was "Leave the Door Open." Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Leave. I mean, that's a good song though. But it's. It's. I can see why you wouldn't like that one. Seven 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 is the one I like. It's. A, that's it's, a great fucking tune though. Yeah. I dig yeah. that a lot because that's like true funk. You're absolutely right. I love that. Um, it's R and B. It's that. It's that stereotypical R and B bullshit. Other great song that was is called Fly Is Me, and it it's it's the one that's like this. Yeah. I love the funk sounds. That baseline. Yeah. Woo. Okay, 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 okay. Now, have you ever been with a player? Take you down. Oh, that's great. Man. Yeah. Do you own a, a silk robe? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Komodo wearing motherfucker. Yeah, you need a kimono, <laughs> a scotch snifter. Oh. Put that shit on the record player. Dude, I've been playing oh. this album like so much. It's, I, 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 oh, I know, it. I dig that. It's the drumming. I do dig that. <laughs> yeah. This little break. This motherfucker, beats. you need to be hosting key parties and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we we call them um, uh, it's, a, it's a more of a Mexican theme. <laughs> <laughs> you call them Chipotle Chowdowns. <laughs> oh God, Holy damn it! Shit. Not the Chowdowns. Wow. Uh, and and, and they, uh, Doug Doug has a different name for them too. The um, uh, Portuguese parties. No. Portuguese party. <laughs> Portuguese parties. Portuguese. I fucking love it. I'm gonna use that shit. I fucking love it. 
That is so great. Oh, the what you keep. Little That's behind the winner. scenes, our messengers are blowing up tonight between like the JSN I know group. St- Steve is and, Steve and is on a, some group. kind of fucking rant. That I haven't read it yet, but he's going off about people being pissed about week two of football. I don't know what's going on. Uh, no. Apparently, everyone's mad because artificial turf, people's legs getting messed up. He probably had Nick Chubb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he did. He, oh, God. That was just. That was I, fucking oh, brutal. That was dude, gruesome, sent, dude. Because I hadn't seen it, Joe, and you sent that that tweet. Yeah. That, and I I was like, oh, God, I, I get chills. When you realize that, like, that's not the way the knee bends. It looks like he's bending his knee regularly until you realize it's backwards. Yeah, I know. It's just. These, these the irony is, is he just, had that exact same injury in college. I know. It, like pitcher for pitcher. And the fact that he came back from that in yeah. college to be as good as he is is amazing. But, Let's yeah. talk about his brother who just fucked Tom Brady. Oh, not Tom Brady. Uh, fucking uh, McCorkle Jones in the ass on Sunday. What happened? Uh, Bradley Chubb, who plays for the Dolphins, just oh. tore up the Patriots. He he uh, had like the highest ranked defensive like uh, performance on that game. He, he fucking yeah, yeah. strip sacked all kinds of shit. It was fun. Um, Mac Jones is nope, a fucking nope. fraud. McCorkle Jones. McCorkle Jones is a fraud. That's his name. Look it up. I am not fucking playing. His name is McCorkle Jones. No fucking way. 100%. He is such, what he is Wikipedia. Goddamn Pillsbury Doughboy, doughy <laughs> fucking unmuscular fraud. I loved when they did, like, you know how they do, like, the little, like, weird graphics where, like, they look like pictures, but they're actually live because you see them move. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's so Fox weird. does that. Yes, um, yeah, it is. They had is. him and Tua side by side, and like Tua is just like the happiest like teddy bear that you want to hug. Like I know he's just like the sweetest like looking guy ever. Yeah. Like super nice. This like kind of just like real like kind of he kind of reminds me of Eric like this little sexy smile and like he's got <laughs> charisma. And then you see Mac Jones and he's like just staring at the fucking camera like a fucking tool because he's trying to look tough, but he's such yeah. a pussy. And Tua is just like smiling away. He's like ah, I'm gonna fuck you up today. With my 426 <laughs> yards, I'm not ready to totally say it yet, but he might not be a fraud, Tua. No, Tua's problem is he gets hurt. When he's not hurt, he's yeah. one of the best quarterbacks there is. Because some of the, the the passes he's been throwing, man, he threads that needle pretty fucking good, and it's really pissing me off, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, he's a fucking it's beast. really aggravating the fuck out of me. Like but, uh, he is, he's his fucking stats yeah. are driven. Tyreek Hill's like uh, on another fucking level. He's got a chip on his shoulder this year, which scares me, dude. That's yeah, he's problem. like, I'm gonna break two thousand yards, right? I was like, fucker, go fuck do him. it. Fuck him, little midget. Oh, fuck him. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Tyreek Hill's a beast. <laughs> fuck him. I love him too because you know what he does. He like, and this is like I, I listened to his podcast. Um. He's one of the most like supportive people to like his people around him. There is like yeah. when he came into Miami, the first thing he was to do was talk about how great Tua was and how like he's more accurate. He like, he didn't say he's better as a quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. He said he's more accurate than him. He just basically lists all the things that his qualities were more than him. And I was like, that's yeah. a fucking bold statement to make. You know, I know. I you know. came from like one of the best quarterbacks there is to Tim and you're blowing him up and fuck. yeah, but he's built Tyreek Hill's built to be the star yeah and he would never going to be that in kansas city and he which is he, weird because he he's better well than the it. other receivers no but mahomes and kelsey are always going to be one in one a in that town that's true because they're prettier exactly and 
Uh, Tyreek Hill is an ugly motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's a little trolley fucker. And yeah, his hair, he like, like he has like the shit locks. <laughs> like yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but he's a fucking he, beast. He can be the star there. You know, I mean, two is gonna be it too. But he can be the star there, and I think that that's where yeah. the chip on his shoulder comes from. And the talent, I mean, it's yeah. off the charts. The speed. The well, fucking Miami has a track team. Like everyone know, on the team right? is fast. It's but crazy. um, his podcast is called "It Needed to Be Said." It's um, uh, it's really good. Um, the yeah. episode he did where he interviewed Marshawn Lynch is like one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> Anything with Marshawn Lynch is great, dude. I love Marshawn Lynch. He's so guy's fucking on a, funny. He's on a, he's on a level. He's in a realm that it's just only him. I'm only here so I don't get fired. <laughs> I you know, you know who else is in a realm all to themselves? Who do you think? Well, Mo. Okay, Mo is. I don't have Patreon music for this show, so I couldn't play Patreon. That's true, you're right. Mo, Mo, Mo. Mo DeWitt just called Mo.com. We just had the Mo DeWitt Comedy Jam, which was a smashing success. Uh, I wish I could have been there, but it looked awesome. Um, check out JustCallMo.com for cheap and free merchandise. Be on the lookout for the Moni Van. And uh, again, if you have legal questions or you're injured, um, just call mo that's just call mo.com what if you're like in vegas and then all of a sudden your cyber security is hacked and you can't get your free meal um i don't know i i don't know that's a tough argument to make for a personal injury claim you know what i mean what if you specter um, over there god damn it what if you had lost i'm more i'm more of a lewis what if you had lost more? Uh, I'm also done with the show now. Uh, what if you had uh, lost a bunch of money going to the Eiffel Tower thinking you were going to see something other than an advertisement for a Super Bowl? <laughs> Just call Mo. Just call Mo. Um, exactly. Yeah, speaking of lawyers, I did I did finish Suits. So did I. Yeah. I didn't so like did the ending I. that much, honestly. I will say, though, my favorite thing happened in one of the last episodes ever. And that was the I am Harvey Specter <laughs> with the wig. Yeah, that was the whole. We'll, we'll talk about it on the next episode. Look, maybe. Lewis is my favorite character in that show. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's I, I, I also like how he always embraces like the dick joke whenever it comes up. <laughs> like he goes full ham on the dick joke. Is yeah, he the, yeah. that that sort of roundish looking dude is really Giant snarky T. all the time. He has yeah. bald spot. He plays he he does a he, um he's in billions and he plays the yeah. same yeah. kind of guy in billions. I've, I've, I saw that. I mean he plays the same kind of guy in any role he's in it's just because that's what he does. He's yeah. what he's best at. But he's fantastic when he's in billions. He's, he's fantastic so in good. suits too. Yeah, yeah he, he was a standout in suits for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, well, we do have uh, other people that are standouts and fantastic as well. They are standouts. They are fantastic. And they're very appreciative because they give us money every month. But they also understand. They understand when things might be delayed. <laughs> Although this one won't be delayed now. No, That's it won't true, be. Yeah. We're going to, well, you know what? Just under promise, over overperform. That's yeah. what we're yep, going to do. Yep. You know, we're going to give them something they didn't expect. So, yes, these are our Patreon members. We want to thank them. They give us money every month. Um, and we are so appreciative of that. Uh, it, it, it's it's I still uh, what are we three years into this I still can't get my head around the fact these people give us money they're beautiful so we're going to read their names we're going to start off with founding member Hannah Christ 
<laughs> who who messaged me this morning and said, can we FaceTime for a minute? And I said, okay, that was weird. You're working. And they, they had moved into a temporary office because they're fixing their office at work. And she goes, we have a Konica Minolta printer and I can't get it to work. And that's the <laughs> okay. company I work for. So she 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 swings the video around and I see it and I'm going, oh, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. But anyway, founding member, Hannah Christ. Then next, we've got Mr. Peter Bianco from the Tone Jerks podcast, the Second Button podcast and the Off the Rails podcast. Brian Gower, our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well as the Sharing Maps podcast, Mr. Will Lehu, who's going to be a guest host fairly soon, we hope. Yeah. That'll be cool. Uh, next from the Single Path Podcast, the Texas State Boggle Champs Podcast, and the Texas Size Ten Four Podcast, Mister Tony DeGraw, from the great state of Tennessee, Mister Michael McVeigh. Next, we've got Mister Michael Van Zandt. I owe you messages and information about Vegas, Mike. I will get that to you. Uh, and last, but definitely not least, Mister U G Rection. Thank you. Misdirection. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Also, while you guys are at it, why don't you check out YouTube? Because uh, I've been converting all of our episode catalog into YouTube videos. So that way you can watch it through the pleasure of your computer and not just your normal podcatcher. That would be cool. Yeah, give it us some cool. comments and likes and hit the bell and subscribe. To get new notifications every day. Hold on. Can we do that? Can we like transpose your face on there with like all the fucking little buttons and shit that pop up? (laughs) I mean, if you want to create the art, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like smash that like button. I don't know anything about doing this except for how to like make the video and upload it. (laughs) Anything else I don't know how to do. That's fine. That's all we do. But if either of you are YouTube, just log into the account. I'll give you the password and username right now. So (laughs) on on the show. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. It's a uh, numbers. It's tiny dog roll. Tiny roll dog. I said it backwards. Oh my god. Uh, so guys, uh, that was another episode of the show, and uh, you know we really appreciate you. But really, there's only one thing left for us to do today, and that is uh, lights, camera, fuck off. Hi, friend. Uh, this is Eric Pabone, and I'm here to talk to you about art of Eric Pabone. That's what I do. You may be familiar with some of my work. Um, you know, I've drawn some weird shit for Tom and Dan, semantics, just generally for people around town. Or you might be familiar with my work from this show, where my co-host Joe uh, makes weird fucking commission requests all the time. You can make weird fucking commission requests. That's right. Hit me up, uh, visit artofericpabone.com or find me on social media at artofericpabone and I would be happy to, for money of course, draw anything your twisted heart desires. Again, that's artofericpabone.com. <laughs>